to the book of James, chapter 1, one verse, verse 25, and it says, but one who looks intently at the perfect law, the law of liberty, and abides by it, not having become a forgetful hearer, but an effectual doer, this man will be blessed in what he does. For a thought this morning, I just want to deal with this thought, the blessed worker. Amen. <laughs> Let me start by saying this. Most preachers or most teachers, they tell you to name it and claim it. They tell you if you want to be blessed, they say all you got to do is speak it. You got to send this in. This morning, I'm not going to tell you that. What I've come to understand, if you want to be successful at life, if you want to be successful at anything, it takes work. Amen. If you want to be the best that you can be at anything that you do, it takes work. Back when I was growing up, and uh, some of you still are in that area, maybe not uh, school or whatever, but I, I, there are kids that sat out that, you know, stood out more than others. It wasn't because they were just so smart or they just had the best uh, academic skills. Some of them were, but it wasn't because that, but it was because they worked hard. And I understand if you want to be one of those ones that stand out or be a superstar, you have to work at what you do. And I come to understand also, even in this Christian life, if we want to be blessed, we have to work at it. It takes work. We don't just come in this thing knowing what to do, knowing how to do everything, knowing how to live by the word. But we have to take every step daily. We have to work. We have to work at it. And sometimes it gets hard. Sometimes it gets rough. Sometimes we feel like throwing in a towel. But we have to stick with it and make it work. I understand also that even when you get married or any anytime you have a relationship, you have to work to stay together. Why are you saying all this preach? I'm glad you asked because I love James where he talks about this. We talk about being blessed, but he don't the other the other things they don't tell you or go into depth about how to be blessed. You know, so James here, he goes into depth and saying this is what we have to do if we want to be blessed. I'm going to give you the context of what's going on. Uh, if you look at verse 21, it says, therefore, putting aside all filthiness and all remains of wickedness and humility, uh, receive the word implanted, which is able to save your souls. Verse 22 says, but prove yourselves doers of the word and not merely hearers who delude themselves. Look at verse 23. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks at his natural face in the mirror. For once he has looked at himself and gone away, he has immediately forgotten what kind of person he was. Let me stop right there. It's just like this. Uh, every Sunday morning or every Tuesday night, every Friday night, you sit up under the word. We sit up under the word. We hear the the word and for that moment we get convinced in our heart that I won't change I want to do better when I leave out of here I'm going to be better I'm going to think different I'm going to be better than what I am but it seems that every time when we leave something goes wrong that make us forget what we just heard can I tell you something the enemy is always after you and I because he wants to steal that word that you just got implanted in your heart because he understands if you 
uh, practice that word that you get, he can be defeated on every level. I don't care what comes or go, he can be defeated. And his goal is to kill, steal, and destroy. So he's always trying to take the thing, take the word out of our hearts so we can't live for God. But I come to tell you that he says, look, that he, that's, this is what goes on that when you leave from under the word, he's going he's gonna to try to keep you to, to distract you so that way you can't remember what you just got. So here's the thing, and some of us are like this. Some of us don't, when we get in front of the mirror, some of us don't, don't pay attention to detail, although you have other ones that do pay attention to detail, right? And so here's what happens sometimes when you stand in front of the mirror, you, you see yourself and he's like, oh yeah, I'm look good and I'm gone. But you got to remember, you just, you forgot what you just, what you saw yourself in the mirror. So therefore, you don't come back to the mirror, you just keep going. But for those of us that want to be blessed, for those of us that want to be better, you got to learn that you have to sometimes stand in the mirror and pay attention to detail. So look at what he says. He says, for once he has gone out and gone away, he has immediately forgotten what kind of person he was. Same thing. Some things that uh, the, 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 uh, the spirit deals with us and he knows what we need. So he targets those things from the word to give us what we need for that certain situation that we are facing. But some of us, by the time we get home, we can't even remember what it was that he was trying to do. But here's where verse 25 comes in and he says, but one who looks intently. I want to stop right there. When I talked about that detail, see, here's the thing. Let me tell you my first point. My first point is that you have to look at the word with purpose. Watch this. It's easy to get up and read the word. It's easy just to pick up the word and say, I read a scripture today. I did this. I did that. But here's the thing, brothers and sisters, if you want to be blessed, this is why I say it takes work. Because what you put in something, that's what you get out of it. So here's the thing, if you don't put nothing, you, you put nothing in, you won't get anything out. Why does the scripture say, but the person who looks intently, which means you can't just come and look at it and think you got something and walk off. You have to look carefully. That word intent intently means to look carefully use a metaphor to to bend to to stoop into so it's not just looking into it but it now you have to you have to do something you have to work you have to bend into it to actually look at it and inspect it carefully to understand what it is saying and i thank god i thank god that i that i'm under leadership where he has us going into the word of God to where don't just pull it out and isolate it but use the context to understand what is what it's saying so saying the same thing that says when you look intently I can't just come and just pull a scripture out and say oh this fit for this but when I really search and look at it with intent carefully then I'm able to get everything what the spirit wants to give me out of that context. That's the same thing what you have to do, brothers and sisters. You have to look with intent in the word of God. Look at what he says, at the perfect law, the law of liberty. Listen, let me tell you something. If you're going to really work at studying the word of God, you have to believe in it. What you believe is how it, it will uh, affect the rest of your life, the rest of your decisions. In other words, if you don't believe that the word will work, it won't work for you. 
it'll work because God's word won't return to him void, but it won't work in your life because you don't believe it. One thing that I got encouraged from on Friday night is how to activate, how to receive our blessings. When pastor talked about it's by our faith that we receive it. Ah, but it's by the word of God. Look at what it says. Nothing else can do it. You may have tried everything, but nothing else worked but the word of God. That's why it says if the person who looks intently at the perfect law, the law of liberty, what are you trying to get to? You're trying to be free. The end goal is to be free, not stay bound, but to be free. So when it says... The perfect law, the law of liberty. Then it says, and abides by it. That word abide means to remain. So the second thing I'm going to tell you that you have to do is to continue in the word slash tarry in the word. Watch this. I use this word tarry because this is something my generation don't like to do. We are a microwave generation, so we like to, uh, uh, it got to, we just press a button and ding, we got it. But one thing that I understand is that the older generation taught me that, baby, you got to learn how to tarry in the word. You got to learn how to tarry in prayer. See, you see, see, you can get up every morning and just pray and then just go on about your day. But, baby, sometimes things just don't come by just you doing that. Sometimes you got to stay on your knees in the presence of God. I come to understand that because, baby, I like here. Look, name it, not naming and claiming, but okay, Lord, I'm thanking. I'm going about my business, but I got some serious issues going on that that, that is not gonna come unless you tarry. Ah, See that that we run from that word. We we run from that word, especially my generation. We run from that word. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. But I'm learning that if you really want to be successful, that's why I say it takes work. Because to tarry in the word, it takes work. You got you to gotta work it. And it's not just start here and stop. It's a continuation. Watch this. When you want to lose weight, if you really want to get down to where you want to get to, it takes work. That pain, you, you got to have that attitude, no pain, no gain. Because it takes pain to get to your end result. What are you saying? It takes pain. And Pastor talked about we have to suffer in this thing. Ooh, you got to suffer, and, and sometimes that suffering is, is tough sometimes. But in order to get the end result of where God is trying to take you, you got to learn how to suffer and tarry in that thing. So he says, abide by it. You got to continue. You, you, you got to do it. And here's what I love. I got to throw this in real quick. <laughs> Thank be to God that, that I, I've been doing this workout at home. Now, before time, because I'm not disciplined, I would start and I would stop. <laughs> and then when people ask me, hey, Alonzo, you been doing? I say, yeah, but my wife got that look on her face like, you know you have it. But one thing I can say this time is that I have been sticking to. So the, the thing about it, the word has to become a lifestyle. It's not just pick it up and put it down. It's not just pick it up when you're going through something. It's, it's an everyday thing. And I love, I love my pastor. I love my pastor that, he, that, he's, that he's the great example of that. I haven't seen nobody who actually, who actually 
can stick with it every single day. Amen. But I look at our example, which is our pastor, because I say, you know, I got to get to that point to where I am consistent, that it don't matter what come or go, whether it's good or bad, that I got to make sure I spend time in the presence of God. Okay, let me move. I don't want to get, I don't, I don't want to get too hung up on that. But we're talking about the blessed worker. The blessed worker. So you have to continue. You have to continue. If you want to be blessed, you have to look into the word with purpose. You have to continue in the word. So let's move on. Watch this. And I'm almost through with you. Look at what he says. He says, the perfect law, the law of liberty and abides by it, not having become a forgetful doer, a forgetful hearer, I'm sorry, but an effectual doer. I pause right there because that word effectual, that word means to work. That word means to work. He says, not becoming an not becoming a forgetful hearer. If you understand, look at your life. If you keep going through the same things the same way, <laughs> that means you, you're that kind of person that comes and you hear the word and you may start off doing good for a little while, but then when, 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 when trouble come, when trials come, that, that word that you have slips away and you, you suddenly forget what the word says, or better yet, the word says you to do one thing and you start doing that thing. You said, I'm going to humble myself. You say, I'm going to go to work every day. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to just do what I got to do. But the boss and everybody else want to trip, and you just saw all of a sudden get mad, and you forget that the word says to humble yourself. Look at what he says. He says, not becoming a forgetful hearer, but an effectual doer, which means, brothers and sisters, the last thing, if you're going to become a blessed worker, you have to practice what it says. Says it means you have to work. You have to work. It's easy to name and claim it. I'm not telling you to name it and claim it. I'm saying, baby, you got to work, which means every day if you got to go in there and shut your mouth, just go in there and shut your mouth. If you got to, whatever you got to do, you got to humble yourself. Don't. That's what it takes. It takes that to get to you being blessed. The Bible will not return to him for it. Look at the last word it says. This man will be blessed in what he does. See, we want to get to that part of the way we want to be blessed what we do but we don't want to do the other part that says we got to work <laughs> we got to work you got to work in this thing this thing don't come just because you want it to work out that way but I guarantee if you put in the work that God is saying to do I guarantee you you will be blessed even in this pandemic let me let me let me make this let me make this clear watch this and I'm just about through with you Two things. The, the reason Jesus is our example in everything he faced. He is our example. The reason why he was blessed in everything he was able to do because he worked at it. Jesus could have easily turned the tables. He could have he struck everybody down. He could have killed everybody. He could have did what he wanted to do. 
But he said, I'm about my father's business. So which means saying, I got to do the work of my father. Before he went to Christ, he said, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will. Which means, brothers and sisters, you have to tell yourself every day, not my will, God, but thy will be done. And if your word says that I got to humble myself, then I'm going to humble myself and do what you said. Because I want the favor of God on my life. Now, let me throw this in, too. Just because you're a blessed worker is not going to stop trials from coming. It's not going to stop things from happening to you just because you are blessed. Let me tell you something. If you're going to be blessed, you got to suffer. I talked about that because we want, we want the blessed part, but we don't want the other side to it. But if it's anything that I can lay on your heart to, to this morning is that in order for you to be blessed, you got to work at it. So it's means every day just don't think about it just get up and do it make the effort to say Lord I want to be in your presence make the effort to say Lord not my will but your will be done amen and I'm through